Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what happened? She was like, I don't know. When you left, I just, I'm like, because you never bought into yourself. I was your whole reason. I can't be your reason. I can't be your reason. I'm just here as your coach. But yeah. your mind, you have to, you, and she never, she never bought into her own self. She just never did. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hi everyone, welcome to Fitness Friday again. And once again, we have Coach Idris that is going to join me today. And we're just gonna talk about kind of moving forward with what we talked about last week and going over what I'm going through and what maybe I need to adjust or maybe stick to. I don't know, join us and see what Coach Idris is going to say. And I'm gonna play his intro. So hold on just a second. Coach Idris is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer with 25 years experience. Idris specializes in women's fitness through NASM. He is a nutritional counselor, certified EMT, and LVN. He has worked helping hundreds of clients, from high school to professional athletes and housewives to CEOs of companies to achieve their weight loss and fitness goals. He is the former 2002 Mr. USA bodybuilding champion with 20 years of competition history, an Air Force military veteran where he served in Desert Storm as a combat medic. I want to bring Coach Idris on. Hi, Coach Idris, how are you? Yeah. It's, all, it's all good. This is this is how every one of us starts here. We, we're just hoping it works out. <laughs> right? But how have you been doing? You've been moving, and you were telling me a little bit about it, but I hate moving. I'm going to be doing it soon, so. I've moved so many. I've, I've lived in all over this country. I've moved 20, probably my 23rd move. Wow. <laughs> I've moved a lot. So I don't like it at all either. And I paid for somebody to do it. I'm like, I ain't picking up nothing. I'm packing, but I ain't picking up nothing. Yeah. Whenever I move, I keep saying, I'll just hire somebody to do it for me. And then it comes down to it. And I don't want to spend the money to have somebody else do it for me. So well, I end you, up doing it anyway. You get, a, you get a little older, you'll be spending that money. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> when I was your age, I was doing all my own moving. Now I'm like, oh, hell. Oh, <laughs> I have kids. They can help. They're, they're yeah, like, yeah. You still at that age. You're, my age. you're like, shoot, I ain't picking up nothing. <laughs> You're lucky I unpack the house when it comes in the house. You're lucky these boxes ain't you lucky the stuff ain't in boxes a year after I move in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my underwear. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> underwear deodorant. Good. Hey, when I moved to Hawaii, so here's a crazy thing. I told my family, I'm all you get two boxes. You can fill two boxes. So we literally had to get rid of everything. So I didn't want to pay for a crate because I, I realized how much it would cost for me to get a crate. I actually could buy all new furniture in Hawaii. Especially so. if you're going to take it over there. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. And plus, what's funny is, is you get rid of stuff, right? And you're like, oh, and then two, six months later, you ain't even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Here's the it. funny part is I use those packing boxes from Home Depot, right? And I had mine, I had one of my boxes full of clothes and a few other things. And we were going through Seattle and we got to Hawaii 
and it was raining in both those places. So those boxes, as they were packing them onto different planes, mine actually broke open. And as it's coming out of the plane at Hawaii, I could see my clothes starting to scatter everywhere on by the plane. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Like my underwear, everything like spread out all over. They had to like box it up, bring me a box. And it was the most embarrassing thing ever because <laughs> it's all open there, right? Hawaii airports, they're not closed off. You see exactly what's going on out there on the runway. And everybody can see all of my articles. It was awesome. I just had to share that fun tidbit. Well, you know what? That's just a, that's just a, a learning lesson on how to be humble. Yep. <laughs> how to be humble, like. Oh well, my drawers are out there on the on the on the, the, the Skype. My drawers are out there. That's fine. Right. Yeah, I my... just felt bad for the dude that had to go pick it up and yeah. bring it over to me. Maybe <laughs> on, on the flight line. Here's your panties, man. Right. <laughs> I'm assuming this is your bra. Nobody else is supposed to around here. <laughs> yeah, it was a little entertaining as well. But I like to laugh at those things. I you can't embarrass me too much too often. So <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Sticks and stones, baby. Sticks and stones. Right? <laughs> so tell me, how has your diet gone? Let's talk about your diet. What what do you what what did I have you do? So I was doing the 25 grams of carbs and the 30 grams of protein. And I was sticking to doing the more fibrous um uh, carbs in the evening so that I didn't have those to sit but, on at night. And I'll correct the, the so people know what you're five fibrous. Fiber. Fibrous, sorry. Yes. <laughs> so um, I was trying to wait till I was hungry. That was, I think, the thing that I was having a little bit of a trouble with because I. What do you mean um, by that? What do you mean by that? You so just kind of like what we were talking about before, I kind of put my body in a mode of survival. And so I just don't get hungry very often. I mean, in the mornings, I usually, most of the time, because I don't. The reason why I don't eat breakfast, like big breakfasts in the morning is because I usually feel full for the rest of the day. And it kind of puts me in like a weird, settled mood to where I don't want to eat for the rest of the day. And so that's why in the past I've kind of skipped that so that I could be hungry for other meals. So um, just trying to get more meals in so that I don't have my body going through that. And don't, don't worry about that. No. Okay. Just work the workouts will, and then we'll get into working out your, your training. If okay. you're training the right way, you'll create a hunger and you'll need the food. Okay. That's why I was saying most people are used to like, well, I got to get it four meals. I'm like, well, if you're eating four meals and you don't need two of them, that's because your body's not asking for it. Okay. So we have to create the need and then fill the need. So if you eat your breakfast and you do what well, we said, and it takes you six hours to get hungry, then it takes you six hours to get hungry. That's just where you are right now. It'll, so, it'll start to shrink as the training starts to get more intense and your body starts to ask for it more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The first day that I did it, I had the um, the first meal that we talked about doing the sweet potatoes and uh, um, four ounces of chicken. Uh-huh. And... With that, I ended up not really being hungry for the rest of the day. So that was like one meal. So I kind of made myself eat the salad and the chicken at night just so that I could get that in so I wasn't starving at night. Did um, you wait? Did you, but did, 
did you do what I said the first time? You waited the next day till you got hungry before you ate anything? Yeah, and that was about three o'clock was when I So you ate that meal at three o'clock. Mm -hmm. Okay. You could have you could have not eaten the rest of the day. I'd have been fine with that. Okay. And the reason is is your 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 body's off. That's why it's this is the case. Yeah. It's off. So we just we, you know, I don't want you to eat until you're hungry because okay. we have to fix that. Because okay. the foods that you because eating that meal is not gonna have the same results after two or three days. Okay. Pretty soon, that's not going to be enough. Yeah. So we just wait till it, that happens. Like, like I say, everybody's, this is why I say everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Some people, it happens faster. Some people, it takes a little longer. Like one guy took him eight weeks before his body started responding, and then he dropped 20 pounds overnight. So, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, it's normal. So I'm not, I'm, I'm freaking out that I'm not getting enough food in. It's not, it's, it's not that it's normal because your body's not, your body's not operating normal. Yeah. Normal is you eat a meal. Two hours later, your body is, is done with it. It uses it, utilizes it for nutrients, and it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then, you're, then you start getting hungry again, and you need to eat again. That's normal. You're not there. But we're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Okay. So we have to get there. So that's that's a process of just eat the, the yams. And we can, even, we can even cut the yams in half to start out. Maybe, the, maybe that's just too much for you right now. So we could cut the yams in half. So let's Tomorrow, have you been hungry today yet? Um, I did. So I actually did my, um, I kind of discovered something that I like to have with my protein shake. So I did a protein shake, but I mixed some of my oats in with my protein shake. That's fine. And I, because I was just looking up different ways to have my oats. And I would, I would blend my, I would blend my, my half a cup with my, with my protein shake all the time and peanut butter all the time. Yeah. I actually loved it because it kind of tasted like a no-bake cookie. If you've ever had those, I don't know if you have those in Texas. No-bake cookie? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Isn't that cookie dough? It is yumminess. It is oatmeal and peanut butter and chocolate. And it's it protein, I love my protein shakes, yeah. <laughs> I know. It tasted just like my cookies. So, yeah, it was. So, you do, so, you, so you're doing that in the morning? I yeah. Mean, so that's what I, I hate to say morning, first meal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good first meal. Protein shake is a good first meal, too, because it doesn't hold you. Protein shakes don't hold you that long. And that's another way to speed your metab metabolism up is by doing protein shakes. Okay. So so for now on, do your first meal, that little thing you just mentioned. Okay. Put your, put your quarter cup of oats with your protein shake and a scoop of peanut butter. And that'll be – actually, don't leave the peanut butter out right now. Okay. Because that fat from the peanut butter is a lot of calories, and that might hold you. Okay. So I'm trying to find foods that process faster when you eat them. Okay. So do that. And then the next time you need to eat, do the salad with chicken. Okay. And then next time you need to eat salad or steamed vegetables with chicken. And I want two to three cups of veggies. I, because there's two carbs. There's starchy carbs and fibrous carbs. We're going to still do carbs, but we're going to do less starch, more fiber. Okay. So 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 let's go there. Like I told you, it's going to take a minute to figure out what your body is going to do. And then we got to kind of steer it to what, what we want it to do. We're going to do that with the, with the workouts. Okay. So uh, tell me what else, any questions, any other questions you had about that before we go on to the workouts? Um, that was really my main one, just because I still wasn't getting hungry. And I started to wonder if there was something messed up with my gut or something. <laughs> um, but I think... 
just that. I mean, I haven't, I've been weighing myself every day. And so I did go up in a pound, but yeah, I went up in a pound. When did it go up and what was that a morning weight or an evening weight? Morning weight. Okay. So did you go down ever or you just stayed the same? I did go down in the first part of the week and then now I'm up one. So the last two days I'm up one. So are you up overall or are you down overall? Oh, so yeah, I went two, up two, yeah. So I went down one and then up two. So you're up one overall? Yeah. What was your eating like yesterday? What did it sound like? Um, That one, I actually only got two meals in yesterday. And that was my shake and my oats and then my salad and my chicken. But you did this, when did you, what time did you do the shake and the oats? Um, that... About two thirty. What time did you wake up? What time did you wake up? I wake up at about five thirty in the morning. Do you drink coffee in the morning? I do. Okay, no more coffee in the morning. And you know why? It's not. It's nothing wrong with coffee. It's suppressing your appetite. Yeah, that's what I've been wondering. You're drinking instead of eating. That's why it's taking you so long to want to eat. You stop drinking coffee. You'll eat sooner. Okay. So, so now one, you can't do your coffee till after your first meal. Okay. Then you can do your coffee. Okay. You're suppressing your you're suppressing your, your appetite. Okay. A lot of people do that. Like I don't coffee doesn't suppress my appetite. You know, I have clients that I train early at seven and I'll drink my coffee. And then as soon as I'm done, my body's like, dude, you need to eat. Like halfway, I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay engaged, but my stomach is talking, and I'm like, two more reps. (laughs) And that's what I want. That's what I want to get to because it it does make me wonder what's going on with my. That's where we have to get to. Yeah, you're doing that every time. That's why you see. See, I was like, you drink coffee in the morning, don't you? You see what? That's where I was going with that. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. If she ate a protein shake and oats. And then a salad later on, and she's not hungry when she wakes up. What is she doing in the morning? She's putting something in the stomach in the morning. And it's yeah. coffee. Coffee suppressing your appetite. Okay. So don't do anything tomorrow until you till you eat, till you feel you need to eat. Once you need to eat, eat, and then you can do your coffee. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's so that's the problem. That's 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 what's going on. So okay. I don't even need to go down that road no more. That's the that's the problem. You, you're doing the coffee. Okay. What are you working out? What days a week do you work out? So I usually do three days a week right now, and I do it about five o'clock after work, five five thirty. Okay. And what kind of workouts are they? Um, I switched up, so I'm trying to get my cardio out of my weightlifting. And so I've been trying to do more active weightlifting a little bit more and just working different bodies, body areas each time I go. So describe a, a workout to me. Um, so like yesterday I was doing, I kind of focused more on my arms and um, core. So I was doing some, and I'm not, I don't know all the names to all of them. I just know what I do. <laughs> so. Some of these and a little bit of those. 
<laughs> yeah, so I was doing some bicep curls, um, free weights, and then I was doing some with the rope, pulling it down, doing kind of my trick. Bicep extensions, okay. And then I was doing, I did some push-ups, and I did some of these with Hold the bar in front. And then I kind of just did about 10 different type of, not 10, sorry, five different type of core workouts. So like doing yeah, like steps, um, weighted, um, like Punches. having a weight right here and going all the way down, like on a suspended bench. <clears throat> and then I did- Are you some, doing a full sit up or a crunch? Um, with those ones I'm doing, I'm actually, and maybe this is something that I actually wanted to ask you. So I'm glad we're talking about this. So on the, um, suspended bench, I'm actually bowing down further. Is that good? So I'm coming up all the way and then I'm kind of bending even further than straight or should I keep it straight? I'm trying, I'm keeping my core all tight and straight as I'm even going past that, but I don't know if I that's think it's a, you're, you're hyper, you're, you're taking the, you're doing like a back bend. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that it's, or. It's kinda, yeah, that's hard on the spine. I mean, it's really, really hard on the spine, especially if you're suspended like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the best movement is a crunch. Like, like you go to any OT or PT, they hate sit-ups. They don't even want you doing full sit-ups. I'll have you do full sit-ups, but I have, I have people do them in a different way. I have them use weight to take the stress out of some of it, and they're just contracting the muscle. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I don't really like that. That's too. That's a lot on the body. Okay. That's a lot. Especially as you start. I, I think as we get older, we need to think about longevity and not doing damaging things that 10 years from now we're going to wish we didn't do. Yeah, I'm gonna tell people just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Yeah. <laughs> so. And so I'm, I'm one of those that I'm like, if I can do it, I try it because exactly. I like to still think I'm 20. And we we, we like we like to you know we we hate to admit that we're people hate to admit that they're getting older, so they have to watch stuff. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> we have to watch stuff. <laughs> So I, I'd rather just watch it so I don't regret it later. We're like, damn, I, should, I wish I had stopped 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'd rather you do just crunches okay. where you're, you know, you're going down on a, you know, the floor and you're coming up and you're basically using your upper abs, curling in, pulling your stomach in and squeezing. You're going to open it up, coming in, squeezing. You don't need to hyperextend. You don't have to, you should, you know, you don't need to do all of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, then I was doing some side abs, like just working like the, the obliques. Side obliques. And... Here's the problem with that. <laughs> There's no muscle over there. Like the side of the, this side this side area on you, uh-huh. You get when you pull your stomach in from the front. This is just body fat. This yeah. thing over here only leaves with diet. You can't work that. First of all, you can't work fat away. Like if I have fat in my arms, squeezing my arms harder isn't gonna make the fat go away. Yeah. Right. Same thing over here. Doing those side bends, it's good for it's good for strengthening your midsection, but it also make your waist wider, mm -hmm. which you don't want because okay. you're yeah. building because you're gonna build a big old muscle there. So okay. you the fat that we want to, that we want away from here goes away from diet. 
So all those exercises I've learned to do to get rid of my love handles are actually going to create muscle love handles. It, create, it will create a muscular, it'll create a muscular core. And it's okay to do, just don't get real crazy with the weight. Just do it as a as an as an aerobic kind of calisthenic move as opposed to weights. The fat, the everything else over here is just body fat. This needs to go. As you diet down, your waist goes away. I would, my waist dropped four or five inches when I competed. It would drop down to, I'd be on stage with a 33-inch waist at 250 pounds. Oh. See what I'm saying? So it was that was just diet. That was that wasn't because I was out there doing all these crazy things. You will build you will build a thick weight waistline, which you're not really, I don't think that's your goal. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like my curves, but I don't want extra curves. Pretty sure that's not what you're, what you're reaching for. Deadlifts do that too. You know, for deadlifts build really thick, wide builds a wide waist. It's great for your hips. I mean, it's great for it's great for a lot of things, but it also works things that you might not realize you're working. So yeah. Okay. So when you do your, I mean, what when you were talking, you said I do pull downs. What rep what rep range are you doing? Um, I usually do with the pull downs. I was doing like 25, um, 25 reps. Well, three reps of 25. Sorry. No, no, no. 25 reps. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of reps. When you get to 25, how's it feel? Um, I kind of adjust my weight if I'm feeling not strong and like, I'm not doing it the right way. Then I go down in my weight and so I've just kind of been adjusting my weight depending on how strong I feel. But if I feel weak, I'll usually go down so that I can get still get the reps in. And Okay. Um, I, I'm trying to, that's not, that's, that's, that's not where I was going, but it's good. I'm glad you said that because I can address it. What I'm trying to, what I'm asking is, because this is what's, this is the most important thing about working out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Write this down, everybody. Put a star next to it. <laughs> the most important part of a workout is the, the, the end of every set. How hard are you working at the end of that set? Period. Because the whole mission is to fatigue the muscle. So to fatigue a muscle, it's about how you're finishing. So if you're finishing, you know, I, I tease all the time because I see it all the time in the gym. Mm -hmm. I'll see I'll see somebody working out, especially women. Women women do it the most. They'll go, they'll do a set, they'll be like 15, 16, 17. I'm like, you ain't do anything. You should be like, oh my God. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> okay. If you're not finishing every set, like like going, I I don't want to do another one. Then you're not doing it. Then you're not working. Okay. Yeah, That's I see what you're saying now. I see what you were asking when you were asking that question. You get to 24, 25. What does that look like? Does that look like 24, 25? Does that look like 24? And I can't even get 25. Yeah. That's what the end of your set look. And that's why you don't need to do 25 reps to do that. You can do that at 15 reps. Okay. Okay. So I want you to get those reps down to 15. Mm-hmm. And I want those last few reps to be 80 to 90% dif dif of difficulty. Okay. Like you can finish it, but you're 
you barely finishing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can get to 15, but when you get to 13, you're questioning if you can even get to 15, then you're training. Okay. So it's the effort that we put in. It's how hard are we working? And when you work harder, you also get shorter workouts because you're doing more in a shorter period of time. That's how you shrink. I got, when I was getting ready for a contest, I met this guy who first taught me that. Because I would train and I would do 15, I'd do heavy, all that. But he was like, your workouts are way too long. He goes, would you mind if I shorten your workouts? I'm like, dude, I got a two to 12 year old at home. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I would love to be home, get out of here faster. Right? <laughs> Please, you can get me out of here faster? I'm all for it. <laughs> and I learned how to do a crazy workout in 45 minutes. I was, that's what I always tell people. They were like, I don't have that much time. I'm like, well, I don't need that much time. I said, but can you handle that kind of workout? That's the question. Because a real intense workout, it's hard to do 40. It's hard to do an hour. Think about this. Suppose every set you do, you do it to the point where you can't do you can't do another rep. How long can you do that? Can't do that for too long. Yeah. <laughs> can't. So that should be every set. So when you do your by the time you do your third set, you're you're more than done. You're like, okay, I'm done. And you move on to your next one. Okay. So you that's what I was saying about the intensity. Like you'll see when we train next week and we do our workout. Mm-hmm. And I start. Okay, give me this, give me that, add some more weight. Really? Really? Because you just finished that last set with no problem. Add more weight. Add more weight. We're going to go up until you get to the point where you're not finishing. You're finishing with major effort. That will start to speed your metabolism up. Okay. Then when you finish your workouts, your body's going to be like, we're going to exhaust all the glycogen. What we're doing with this type of training is we're exhausting the glycogen out of the cells. It holds glycogen, which body uses for energy to work out. If you don't train hard enough, you never use that glycogen up. Once that glycogen is used up, that means your blood sugar is tanked. And you gotta eat. You cannot, you gotta eat. There's no, oh, I don't feel like eating. It's like I, I better eat or someone's dying. <laughs> I'm not really particular on who. It's the next person that walks in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> you get really nasty, kind of like, oh, you get a little edgy. You're just hungry. <laughs> That's a bodybuilder every time he's time to eat. That's why mm-hmm. we, we prepare our meals ahead of time. We take them with us because we got to have food. But then we, by the time we finish eating, working out, within 30 minutes, we need to have food in us. Okay. We need to have whatever that meal is going to be. You know, for, uh, for me, it was 10 ounces of protein. You know, two uh, cup, two cups of three cups of veggies. My carb meal was in the morning, just like you. I did because I'm I'm sensitive to carbs, so mm-hmm. I couldn't do a lot of starches throughout the day. I could only do my morning oatmeal, and the rest was vegetable carbs. Okay. Four more meals of vegetable carbs and protein, chicken or steak. Okay. So, uh, so that's how your training needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. If you're supersetting, okay, you know what supersetting is? I don't. Okay, back to back exercises. That's another way to increase intensity. So there's supersets that increase intensity. Mm-hmm. There's isometrics, which increase intensity. You know what isometrics are? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if I make a muscle, somebody says make a muscle, you make a muscle. That's isometrics. Okay. That's how you're supposed to lift. 
When you lift weights, you're supposed to lift doing that same concept. So when I do a push-up or I do a bench press, I'm not lifting the weight. I'm squeezing everything as hard as I can while I lift the weight. That makes that makes weight harder than it than you would if you wasn't doing it. So you can take a 10-pound weight and I can have you do presses with it. And then I can say, okay, now I want you to press it like you're lifting a thousand pounds. And you're gonna feel your you now you're engaging muscle to do it. Because you can just I always tell people there's a difference between lifting weight and moving weight. A lot of people just move it from point A to point B, mm-hmm. point A to point B, point A to point B. If you're lifting it, you're squeezing it up to point A, and you're controlling it down to point B. You're controlling it and squeezing it in both directions. That is a completely different feeling when you train, and you can never go too heavy because it makes 10s feel like 15s. Mm-hmm. It makes 20s feels like, feel like 25s and 30s. So you're always going to be lifting in the right weight. You'll never, I always tell people, you're supposed to lift as heavy as you can. But if you lift it properly, there's only but so much you can lift anyway. So you never hurt yourself because you're never doing too much weight. Okay. Just by the style of training. You're actually doing weight. You could do, you could probably do more reps if you loosened up your form. It is loose form. There's another thing. It's loose form. It is strict form. Then there's like you said, more active lifting, and that's that, and that's well, well, I'll teach. I gotta teach you how to do that. But that's more instead of so strict, you're doing more of a aerobic move. But nothing changes. You still isometrics. You still control. Doing negative. So there's a lot to it. So when you work out, you gotta think about all this stuff: posture, shoulders back, chest up, abs tight, elbows in the right position. Because elbows here works a lot of shoulders. Elbows down here works a lot of triceps. Elbows right here works more chest. So even though your your arms are out to the side for chest workout, for a push-up or a bench press, all depending mm-hmm. on where your elbows are, your shoulder takes, gets involved more or your tricep gets involved more. Okay. Now, those muscles are already going to be involved, but they're involved at a low level, at a low scale. But if you start moving your elbows around, it can bring the shoulders into it more or take, take them out. So... Posture, I mean, elbows, where your positioning is, is huge. Okay. So like, when I train you, I'll be like, okay, I want you to drop your elbows. I want you to put your elbows in the front. I want you to stick your elbow out to the side. I'll have you go in different areas and feel what I'm talking about. Okay. And you're going to be like, wow, I do feel the difference. Wow, it's easier when my elbows are higher. Yeah, because your shoulders are helping. Mm-hmm. It's harder when I go inside. Yeah, because you're taking away all your help the more closer your elbow. You see what I mean? Yeah. With, with your hands, turning your hands this way, turning your hands this way. This way is going to work your bicep, most of the, the front part of your bicep. When you mm-hmm. rotate this way, it works more of the side of your biceps. To break okay. your Same thing with triceps. If you're pushing down, most all extensions work all three heads, but only certain ones work the rear. That a bye-bye arm that all women hate so much, so much mm-hmm. the back, back of the arm, mm-hmm. there's only about four exercises that directly affect that area. Only okay. four. Now, other ones... And, you know, they still work it a little bit, but there's only like four that specifically work the rear. It's called the long head of the tricep. There's mm-hmm. only four exercises that work that, that muscle. So I, so those I focus on more than the other ones. Okay. So stuff like that. It is a reason why. So we'll, we'll get into all that when you train and we mm-hmm. start to go through the body parts. So 
intensity. Uh, so write this down as ways to increase intensity. Reps, you can go up in reps to increase intensity. You can go up in weight to increase intensity. You can superset, which is two exercises back to back. Let's say you do a push-up with a bench press. So I do 15 bench presses and go straight down to a push-up. That's going to make push-ups really hard because you just fatigue the muscle. Okay. So when you, so when you do those supersets, you are still staying in the same muscle group. You could go from bicep to tricep or you could do tricep, tricep. Either okay. Way. Okay. And another one is tricep. So you have a superset, which is two exercises. Uh -huh. A tricep is three exercises. So you can go bicep curl, overhead extension, hammer curl, two biceps and a tricep. Or you can do bicep curl, seated row, which is a pull. You can stick with pulls. You can do all pulls. Or you can stay with the arm and do bicep, tricep, tricep. Bicep, bicep, tricep, whatever you want to do. But it's three back to back with no rest in between. Okay. That increases intensity. So anytime you do a superset or a triset, and the last one is called a giant set. That's four exercises back to back. And that one you can actually do with all body parts. Sometimes I'll do that when I do TRX training. When I got clients who have TRX, mm -hmm. I do a TRX workout. I'll say I'll do one exercise legs, one exercise biceps. One exercise back, one exercise abs, or cardio, legs, upper body, chest. So it'll be four exercises back to back, then you rest. Okay. So superset, triset, giant set. All, all of them to pretty close to failure. If it's, if it's not complete failure, it's pretty damn close. Okay. So that's how, this is how you design your workouts. Like when I, when I work out, I have no idea what we're going to do that day. That's probably one of the things like I've, I've had clients over the years, especially online. And they're like, well, give me a workout. And I'm like, I don't give workouts. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't give workout. I, I, I put you through a workout based off of what I see that day. Because mm -hmm. every day is not a strong day. You ever see that? Some days you go in and you just, God, last time I did 100, I can't do 100 today. I can only do 80 today. That's okay. Sometimes you're just not, you're tired. Yeah. You know, and, and fatigue, fatigue, food, or lack of, or training improperly, you'll have those those ups and downs days. Like I always tell people when I'm training, I'm like, well, the training, I know you, I know your training is fine because I'm training you, but are you sleeping <laughs> enough? But, yeah. Well, I know that because I'm watching that, but I don't know if you're sleeping enough. And, I don't, and yeah. you know, either your sleeping is off or your eating is off. All those, all of those things change how you feel. Your metabolism, your energy levels, all that stuff. Okay. So, uh, so next week, and and also that's why I never do the same workout twice, ever, ever. Yeah. Every day we go in, we may work chest, but we're gonna work it different than the last time we did it. Yeah. So when you go in, when you go in one day and you say, "I can't do." Also, we gotta talk about splits, which means what. Muscles are you working with each other? Are you doing biceps and triceps together? Are you doing chest and back together? Are you doing back and legs together? Are you doing legs by itself? I always recommend legs by itself because they take the most out of you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's half your body pretty much, right? Yeah. Each femur has like two liters of blood in each one. It's a lot of blood. So that's why leg workouts are so hard. That's why a lot of guys have upper bodies and no legs. They have the, I call them Johnny Bravo. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Bravo look because legs are hard. 
It's mm -hmm. hard. Like, I remember when I first started, <laughs> after my first real leg workout, I couldn't walk for like a week. I was like, boy, I better learn to like these because I won't do them at all. <laughs> I just psyched myself into liking them. And then when I competed, it was one of my best best body parts was my legs. <laughs> but it's because, and you can't win a bodybuilding, you can't win a pro card without legs and without a back. Everybody has a six pack up there. Everybody has decent arms. Not everybody has a great back, glutes, and legs. Okay. Yeah. So those, those are, and, that, and those also are the body parts that burn the most calories when you train them because they, they hold so, because they're the larger, the chest, the back, and the legs are the largest muscles in the, on the body, which means they have the most blood going on, blood mm -hmm. volume going on. The more blood's going on, the, the more muscle you can build, the more muscle you can build, the more calories you can burn. Okay. So, so when we do our training, this will be the premise of it. You can start this even on your own. The next time you go, um, I want you to do your split. If you're doing three-day splits, do <laughs> your legs on one day. You're going to do your quads and your hamstrings and your glutes all on the same day. Your second day will be chest and arms, biceps and triceps, and chest. And then your other day will be shoulders and back. And I picked those that way for a reason. Um, chest is a big muscle, but biceps and triceps are smaller. So you have the big muscle with the smaller muscles. So when you do, if you do chest first, it'll exhaust you, but you don't need as much weight with biceps and triceps. And the same thing with back and shoulders. Shoulders are small, back is big. Mm-hmm. So you can do shoulders before your back workout. It doesn't matter if you do your shoulders before your back workout or after that. Doesn't matter. What matters okay. is is that you're not doing back and chest, two big two big muscle groups that require a lot of blood. But you're giving it to the you work in the back and you put all this blood back there. Then you start working the chest. Your chest is like, hey, we need blood too. Now it starts taking from the back. Okay. And we now we're messing it all up. We we want that we want that damage back there to recover itself. And repair and come back stronger. Okay. So I split those up. Okay. Uh, what's another question? So your rep range, you want for now, let's just keep another uh, under 15. Okay. There are some exercises, there are some body parts that require volume, 20, 30 reps, but we'll get to that, you know, when we get to it. Okay. Right now, I just want you to start focusing on your effort being better. Get to the get the job. Get to, get to failure by fifteen. Whatever that, whatever, whatever you got to do. Whatever it takes. Okay. You want to be at twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fifth. God, I couldn't get fifteen. Perfect. A lot of people, especially women, women get really bent, bent out of shape when they feel like they're. They don't. A lot of them don't get that they're not quitting. I'm looking for failure. That means you succeeded. When I finally see failure, that's a good thing. <laughs> I had one cry, I swear to God. She started crying. Really? And I was like, what are you crying about? She was like, I can't handle this. I, I keep failing. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what I want. She was like, yeah, but failure's not good. I'm like, okay, Tony Robbins. I don't mean that way. <laughs> and I go, no. In this instance, 
Failure is good. <laughs> that means you put it all, you left it all there. You left it all on the bench. You left it all in the gym. She's like, oh. I was like, okay, I got you though. I hear you. I, I'm with you here. But here you got to look at it differently. <laughs> here failure is good. <laughs> so that's something a lot of people don't realize. So when you train, same thing. Are you taking it to failure? And when you isometrically work out where you squeeze the muscle hard the whole time and control it, when you're doing workouts, it's a different kind of fatigue. Mm -hmm. It's a muscular fatigue, not a skeletal fatigue. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the hardcore workouts, that high-intensity workouts that people do with box jumps and this jump and that jump and Roman, Roman deadlifts and all this crazy heavy high rep poundages, it hurts your body, like your bones. You're like, man, like, I've had people come to me and we start, and I teach them isometrics, and they go, I was exhausted, but not the same way. I, I was, yeah. my muscles were tired, but I still had energy to do other stuff. My normal workouts, I'm done. I, don't, I can't do anything. And I said, yeah. yeah, because I didn't beat the body up. We just beat up the muscle. Because the muscle recovers from it. The body doesn't so much. The muscles recover like that. So you start eating and getting the nutrients in and resting, that whole combination of rest and nutrients, the muscles recover in a couple of days. Bones don't recover like that. <laughs> you ever get a bone bruise? When you hit it, it lasts a long time. So, yeah. so that's what I so that's another thing. The high intensity stuff shortens the workouts. Isometric workouts save the, the bones and the skeleton. It, it damaged just the muscle, which is exactly what we're trying to damage. Uh, increase your intensity next time you go out by either super. There's also another one called pulses, where I have you do partial reps, full reps, partial reps, half reps. It's certain little tricks that also increases the uh, metabolism, increases the uh, intensity, which increases your metabolism. Yeah, I've done a few like that before. Um, a few times when I've gone with my husband, he's had me do stuff like that. And actually, that it's crazy intense going to a different level and not going the full rep. So when you do, so when I when I do this, should I be doing how many rounds of reps should I be doing per each? Uh, or does it just matter? Well, I'll, give a, I'll give a basic for for triceps. You want to do four exercises. And the reason I say that is there's three there's three muscle groups in the tricep. So you want to do enough – tricep is a volume muscle. Bicep is a more of a strength muscle. Hamstrings are a volume muscle. Quadriceps are a volume muscle. Abs are a volume muscle. Forearms are a volume muscle, which means you need reps with the work on those. Okay. Chest, you can keep it to 15, 12. Uh, hamstrings are volume. Calves are volume. Chest, you can keep it that way. And back, you don't necessarily have to go high, high rep. More 12 to 15 and go a little heavier. So some take stimulus of volume and some take stimulus of power. Okay. Okay. Um, Shoulders and the reason and it's kind of because certain muscles on our bodies just on our natural day do more work than other body parts do. Mm -hmm. like shoulders do a lot of work, abs do a lot of work, forearms do a lot of work, just writing, calves do a lot of work, walking anywhere. 
your chest doesn't get a whole lot of work when you're doing your normal day to day, right? So it'll it'll develop off of less reps. Where shoulders that you're always working, always moving, always if that's what you do, mm-hmm. it's, it does high reps all day every day. It's mm-hmm. always doing high reps. Every time you get up and sit up and stand and move, your core, your abs are working. Mm-hmm. So those things need some volume to them because it's on a normal day, it's doing volume already. So that's that's normal for those body parts. Yeah. So always, so it's always I got to take this up and past what I normally do. So if my if I normally walk, that's why some people who work physical jobs, like I had a woman once say, you know, my husband's a framer and it's hot outside and he's a carpenter, he's doing this. He gets his workout there, and I'm like, then if, he, if it's such a good workout, why is he still overweight? He's 40 pounds overweight in 120 degree temperature, doing physical la- physical labor, and he's still 100 pounds overweight. How is that? <laughs> well, 50 pounds. It's, it's because that's the norm. That's his norm. He can actually gain weight doing all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So your norm has a lot to do with this. Okay. You normally are busy all the time and you're gaining weight, you're already, you're doing more cardio than everybody anyway. Yeah. You still, you still can't lose weight. It's yeah. That's your norm. Okay. So what if I'm like Wonder Woman and we have to take my level to like Amazon Woman? <laughs> that's, that's what, what I want. <laughs> that's, what, you know, that's what everybody should shoot for. I always tell people, I never planned on being a professional bodybuilder. I just, I just kept going. Yeah. I just kept going and wanted more and wanted more and wanted more. So I always tell people, just go for it. Go try to be Wonder Woman. And one day you're going to look in the mirror and go, you know what? I'm good right here. And, you know, and then you stay there. Yeah. But if you just say, I just want to lose five pounds, that's, that, this is a mindset. This is a mindset trick. Mm-hmm. If you say, I only want to lose 10 pounds or I only want to lose 20 pounds or I want to lose 30 pounds. You've already set a limit. So once you get to that 30 pounds, now what? But if you say, I want to be in the best shape of my life always, once you get down, the journey's not over. You have to continue this process. But if you just pick a number, what happens after you get there, that's done. Now, some people can pick it up and go, I'm going to keep going, but most people don't. I think that's why I love just the change in my mindset, though, is just because I now realize that it has to be something for my life. I'm doing this not only for right now. This is something that I really want to get in my head and make sense in my head because I do want to be able to keep it up. And I do want this to be the way that I live the rest of my life. And I think that's like the major mindset that I had to have. And also, it, it, it it, it's easier to, to have that when you see success. The one thing I do with everybody is I try to get them quick success with the clients that I have. Mm-hmm. Because I want them to get something positive right away. Positive yeah. feedback right away. Wow, I feel better. Or I have more energy. Or wow, I noticed my inches are going down already. Oh, wow, I lost how much already? That, that gets you, ah, okay, let's do this, do this. Mm-hmm. So it's really a fine line when you first get with somebody on how quickly they see some change so that they start to believe in the process. Yeah. Because most people have tried a thousand things before they got to, before they get to me. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty discouraged. They don't believe anything works. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I got to completely get them to realize, no, you just didn't have the right program. Yeah. I have people tell me that all the time and I, and it's so interesting how closed off they are to listening to anything because of the disappointment that they've had. And that's why for me, I knew that it had to be changed that I understood. And that's why I love having these conversations with you is because we're not just saying this is how you do it. It really is personalized and it really is learning how it affects your body. And I love like even last time when we had our chat and you seriously take me through and say, do you know why this works this way? And I really love that because I think when that kind of stuff clicks in your head, then you understand later on, you know, as you try things out, how it works for you. You know how to fix it. Yeah. Like the reason we take our cars to a mechanic is because we didn't build the car. If we built the car, would we ever need to go to a mechanic? <laughs> no, we'd be like, we just pull it, open the hood up and fix it. <laughs> so, so when people, I was just talking to a client, a, a, a woman before you that, you know, we're going to start. And I said to her, I said, what good is it if I take all the weight off you and you don't know how I did it? Ten years from now, you're going to be like, well, what did we do? Why did we do? You don't even have to know what we did if you know why I did it. Because mm -hmm. you can make decisions off of the why. Well, mm -hmm. I know he he fed me yams because the yams don't make you secrete as much insulin. So I'm going to go ahead and eat yams again. He said that it's low on a glycemic index. So let me look at the glycemic index and see what other foods are low. And I'll eat those foods because now you know why I made those choices, not just made those choices. Yeah. And most diets, Weight Watchers, you know, Weight Watchers is the only one that I'm, I'm okay with a little bit because they do a little number count system and it's really not about um, just restricting. It, it opens up, but it doesn't teach you. They, well, you got uh, 200, you can eat 200 today, 200 you know, I don't know, points today. And people get it from anywhere. Oh, yeah. I was doing it after one of my babies, and my husband would always laugh at me because he'd be like, oh, you're eating a Snickers for dinner tonight? <laughs> and I would. I would save my points to eat all the really sugary, crappy Sugary, food. sugary crap, right. Yeah. So, you, so your nutrients goes down the toilet mm -hmm. because it's not based off of eating properly. It's just based off of don't overeat because these calories, because they base it off of calories and calories ain't yeah. the answer. The calories yeah. is not even close to the answer. I don't care how many calories you eat. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people do have a problem with it, even <laughs> keeping it off just because they're not understanding that, oh yeah, I'm still getting the same amount of points, but it's the nutrients that are in those foods that you're putting into your body that are different. The point value may be the same, but the nutrition behind it is completely different. Everything and you eat for, for when we compete, everything I give you guys have nutrient. They actually have nutrients. They have, it's called nutrient value. They have nutrient value. A lot of foods don't have any value nutrient-wise. No vitamins in it. No nothing. It's just in your in your belly and out. Right? It just has no nutritional value. So. Nutritional value is huge when it comes to this. And you can see the difference between a person who diets and eats the right way and works out and a person who just lost weight. A person who just lost weight doesn't have energy. They're tired. Their muscles look weak. Their muscles look flabby and flaccid. They don't look firm and hard and toned and none of that stuff. You can't get toned by lifting weights. You get toned by eating the right way while you lift weights and lifting weights the right way, like what we talked about today. 
you, yeah. you'll see like when we do our workout you're gonna be like oh my god we're i'm, I'm already <laughs> tired like <laughs> i trained one of my old clients i haven't trained him in years he's in austin now i used to train him when we lived in palm springs and the first workout we did, he was like, dude, I am done. We how long have we how long have we been doing this? <laughs> and he was in the gym four days a week, five days a week. Wow. I, used to see, I used to see him on Facebook. Oh, I had a great workout today. And I and so first day we get together, I was like, okay, put go ahead. Okay. Well, that's too heavy. Lighten it up to put take a only put it. I said, what do you normally live, do with dumbbells? 80s? Okay, I said, grab the 30, grab the 30s. He's like, what? I go grab the 30s. I kill him on the 30s. He got to go down to 25. Wow. He was like, what am I doing with 80s? If I can't even do 30s right, I'm just, he goes, I'm just doing everything wrong. And I was like, yeah, most people are doing everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you're pushing 80s, but you ain't working them. You're just pushing them. You get 80 yeah. from here to here. You, it's, it's irrelevant how you're doing it. You're just yeah. doing it. So everything we did, every exercise, he, he he had to drop the weight 50 half half the weight, half of it at least. Mm -hmm. Sometimes more than half. He was just laughing. He was like, Well, that's what I'm here for. I, I he goes, I knew, he goes, I knew, because I was looking at his pictures and I was like, I see a lot of working out, but I don't see a whole lot of change. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't changing much with all these workouts. So and he then when we worked out, he was like, Now I see why. And I was like, Yeah, your your intensity is not high. Your effort is not there. You're working hard, but you're not working. You're not getting anything out of it. You want to get something out of your hard work, right? Yeah. And that's kind of where I was actually before I even started this process is like I was going off of a lot of cardio because um, that's what you learn growing up. Right. And so I was working really hard and it wasn't really I was eating healthy for the most part, wasn't eating clean like we've talked about. Um, but I've seen major differences. Like I always had this goal because even though I've been in pretty good shape most of my life, I have never been super comfortable with my body because I'm a woman. I don't really love what I see in the mirror all the time. Right. And I try to be better about that. But for me, I think just with changing up the nutrition part of it, it really like now I go to the gym and I, I always made this goal. I'm like, okay, if I get to this certain weight, I'm going to start wearing just a sports bra and shorts or leggings or whatever. Right. Cause I see all these girls in the gym and I'm like, I want to look like that. I want to have that confidence. It's more about the confidence for me. It wasn't really about what their weight was, what their size was exactly. I just wanted to be at the level of confidence that I needed for myself as a woman. And I think now with doing the nutritional part of it and adding more weights in, I'm definitely this last week as I've gone to the gym, I, I'm kind of doing what you said, your, your other girl that you trained when we were talking about her last week is I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, like I actually am starting to feel like my confidence is going up. And I actually this week was able to just do the sports bra and my oh, legs. And I feel good about myself. And so I think like even like for this group, I want to post pictures of myself at the gym because I want you guys to see what I'm doing and be able to be a little bit more motivated. But for me, that's a confidence thing for me. It's because I don't really, I've always been taught to be very humble. I've always been taught to be a certain type of person. And so 
for me to put myself out there, put pictures of myself, even when I think I look good in the mirror, like it, it still is this thing in the back of my mind as a woman that says certain negative things that I'm starting to get out of my head. So I'm going to start trying to be a little bit better about that because I think it is helpful for people to see my confidence is going up because this is a huge part of why I want to do it. I've always. Confidence, here's another thing. Confidence has nothing to do with looks. Mm-mm. It doesn't. <laughs> like people think if I look better, I'll be more confident. That's not true. Um, confidence comes from doing the work. If you don't do the work, it's hard to be confident. But you, because the work that it requires, it changes you as a person. Yeah. I trained, it was a client of mine. We're still good friends. His name is Mickey Thomas. He's a singer. He's a, he's saying he was the lead singer of Jefferson Starship. Okay. And now he just, he still travels and he goes by just Starship because Grace Slick, she doesn't, she doesn't, you know, sing anymore. She's not out there. So she was Jefferson Starship. He came on board in like 72 or something like that, sang mm-hmm. with her for years. And she kind of stepped off and then he asked her permission. Can I, can I just use Starship? She's like, yeah, go ahead. So he, he still is out doing the circuit with all the other older groups doing the circuit. Mm-hmm. So when I trained him, he wasn't a big guy, small guy. He was 63 at the time. You know, I still got pictures of us working out and stuff. And when I moved out of Palm Springs to L.A. back in 2015, something like that, I had a dinner with, with a bunch of clients and friends. And he came and he stood up and gave a toast. And he said, I want to thank you for building my confidence. And I was like kind of shocked. I was like, what? What? You know, you've been a rock star since 1972. (laughs) He goes, yeah, but I was not a confident one. Wow. And he said, I feel so much better about myself. Like I'm strong and and I'm lean and I'm 63 and my body looks better than it has my whole life. And like it's a it's a it's a it's a bunch of things that make you start feeling better about yourself. And the fact that you did the work and, and like I tell people, like I told the woman this morning, I was like, I don't I ask a lot of my clients. The clients, the only ones I don't have success with are the ones who don't do what I ask. That's it. Because I know what I'm asking is hard to do. You got to change your whole lifestyle, your whole way of thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You got to go from saying I can't to I can. You got to go from going, I know so much that, you know, I guess I don't know as much as I thought I knew. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be humble. Like you said, being humble, putting your pictures on the internet, and showing people, hey, look at me. That's not. That's not not being. That's not a. You're not being cocky doing that. It's when you put others down because you look like this. Yeah, that's a problem. Like, oh, look at me. You don't look this good. Look yeah. at me. You see, and a lot of women will look at another woman because she walks around with her head up, like she's throwing shade at them. Oh, she thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I always laugh when I go. I go. You don't know what she thinks. You have no yeah. idea what she thinks. Just because she's walking around, you know how many women walk around doing that, and their their, their self esteem is in the freaking tank. Oh, that funny. tells a lot about you as a woman when you can't actually support and love other women and lift them up. And I have been around those women for many years and work through. A every, lot of, yeah. Half half the people you see walking around putting their pictures on IG half, you know, with their butt all hanging out. Let one person say they don't look good and watch how they act. <laughs> watch. I mean, they could have a hundred you look you go girls. One, you ain't that cute, they're done. 
Dude. <laughs> and I would I would see it too. I, I, yeah. I commented on it. Like I've had a few women over the years, and I'm like, wait a minute. I said, so you're gonna put your stuff out there on on, on social media, but you can't take both sides of the coin. You can only handle if you can only handle the, the attaboys, do not put your pictures because yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you somebody's gonna got somebody's gonna have something to say that you don't want to hear. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you got, if you can't take it both, you can't that's why I tell people out, you know, Kim Kardashian and they everybody hates him. I'm like, yeah, but they don't care what you they don't care that you hate them. Oh my gosh, there's so much power in not caring they about do not care. I went on one time years ago. I went on her Instagram just to see what people were writing. Mm -hmm. Some of the nasty, like I'm like, you woke up in the morning and actually wrote this to somebody you don't even know, but like <laughs> some of the net, and they don't care. They don't even look at their comments, and they got 3.5 million followers. And I'm like, so you're following them, which is giving them advertising dollars. You're paying her. You're giving her money by hating. Like I like you. Something wrong with you. But, <laughs> but they don't care. They don't. Kim could. They could care less about the negative, and they don't care about the pot. I tell people all the time when I was competing, I was like, "Look, I don't let the the bad comments hurt me, and I don't let the good comments suit me up. I just stay right there in the middle. I just stay in the middle. Hey, man, you look great. Cool. Hey, you look crappy. Cool. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think anyway. All that matters is how I feel about how I feel about this. Yeah. So that's what, so when you so you're saying I know you put it out there. You know why you're putting it out there. That's all that matters. Who cares yeah. what? Everybody, nobody else has to know why you're putting. It has to know. You know why you're putting it out there. You're putting it out there to motivate. The people who are looking for motivation will get it. Yeah. The ones who want to talk smack will talk. Let them yeah. talk. Yeah, and it's one of those crazy things, right? And actually, our friend Edie that we both know, she gave me some great advice as I started to just do some of this because I do have a lot of those insecurities, especially as a woman. And she told me to tell myself this, to look in the mirror and tell myself that what other people think is none of my business. And I really love that because really that's when we get in our heads and we don't think we lose our confidence in ourselves is when we worry about what other people think. And that's kind of the road that I'm going down to try not to. And here's the best part. They're entitled to think. They're entitled to their thoughts. It don't make them right. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know if you heard that on that when I did that thing with, um, I can't think of his name right now, Coach Ken. Ken, uh -huh. Ken, Ken, did you see the one we did together? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I talked about 10 women, one woman says I'm a one, the next one, 10. Who's right? They're all right. Mm -hmm. They're all right. The one who thinks I'm a 10 is right. The one who thinks I'm a one is right. Because that's their interpretation of me. Yeah. They don't have to have, like, I have an opinion of myself, but you don't have to share that opinion. You don't have to. You can have your own opinion. And that's yeah. what a lot of people are comfortable. They're not comfortable with other people having opinions of them. That may be less. They're perfectly fine if you put them up. If you put them up, but they just always. You could <laughs> say I'm the greatest, but just don't say I'm not the great. You know, I, I don't. To me, it doesn't even matter because I can only be what I am anyway. Yeah, and you know what I love about how even all this fitness stuff plays into other aspects of my life. I know I talk about this a lot, but I think 
that aspect of your life. Yeah, and you actually just made a, a big point in the fact that no matter what size I was at in my life, I never really had the confidence. I never really was in the right place in my mind. And finally, for once in my life, I'm trying to understand it and do it the right way. And it's increasing my confidence in myself. It's not exactly me looking in the mirror and being like, damn, I look good. It's not about that. It's more about me looking at myself and having the pride, being proud of what I've accomplished but, so far. It is, but there's nothing wrong with going, damn. You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I'm serious. If you look in the mirror and you go, damn, you look good, who was that throwing shade at? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Like, like a lot of, I'm telling you, like my, my daughter, when she was playing like basketball, she was, my daughter was a crazy athlete. That 50 scholarship offers all around the country. Yeah. Yale, Harvard, Princeton. She had she had offers everywhere. Yale doesn't really, Yale and Harvard doesn't do really scholarships. They do more partials. But she had Princeton, Navy, just schools everywhere. She went wow. to USD. She, she uh, picked USD. Full scholarship, guaranteed four years, paid for everything. It was great. I loved her. I love her more than I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> she said, me and her mother were like, woo! <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you got it. But uh, she used to always like, I would ask her, like, I would see it in the newspaper. She had a great game. And when she was in high school, she would never say anything. And I'm like, how come you don't tell me? Well, daddy, I don't want to brag. I go, but I do. I'm going to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you don't have to brag. Leave it to me. <laughs> and I said, but also, I said, but you got to remember this. I go, I don't, I'm not telling you to throw this in people's faces, but you got to believe you're great. Yeah. You have to believe. You have to know you're great. You don't have to tell anybody else, but you have to know it. So what's wrong with looking in the mirror saying that I'm great? Because his, his, think about this. This is what this is what women do. Guys don't do this one. Normally we both do it. Mm-hmm. Just, women will tell a woman who puts herself down, girl, don't say that about yourself. But if you put yourself up, now you're something's wrong with you. So which one is it? Yes, <laughs> I, can't I agree with that. And I it's- can't put myself down and I can't put myself up. So where am I supposed to sit? I'm, I'm, you know what? I feel so fat today. Girl, you don't look fat. You look great. Come to the next day. Sure, I look great today. She thinks she's all that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's weird because I, as a woman, actually... When I have conversations with other women, I actually try to play down some of my thoughts and my feelings about myself. And I think that plays into a negative part of my confidence because I'm starting to believe what I'm trying to play down for other people. Women are women's worst situation. You can stand in front of 20 guys and go, I am fine as the day is long. And they'll be like, yep, you are. (laughs) (laughs) And she's fine. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's fine. High five. High five. You can't do that around 20 women. Oh, no. You'll be scared to death. You'll be like, boy, I might have all kind of eyes, Daddy. I might might not make it out of the room. (laughs) Oh, it is 100% true. And I've seen that at the gym. I've seen that at barbecues. I've seen that at work, especially in my jobs. Women just have a really hard time with being able to help lift other women up. 
especially when they see confidence in another woman and it threatens them. And here's the, here's the sad part. Here's the hard part. And this is why it's so hard. I was, I, I've been, cause I've been training women a long time and I listen, I'm, as you can tell, I listen. Mm -hmm. and I don't just listen. I ask questions. I'm like, okay, why would a person do this? Why would a person do that? Forget who it is. Why would anyone be okay with you? If you put yourself down, they tell you don't do that. But if you put yourself up, they say you're something's wrong with you. Why would anybody do that? And why do women, a lot of women do this, you know this, they'll have plastic surgery after plastic surgery after plastic surgery after plastic to create a look. And everybody's like, you look better before you ever got anything done. Mm -hmm. But they but because but they don't see it. Yeah. Here's here's what I noticed. This is what I this is what I believe is going on with a lot of that. When people look at someone else, when a woman looks at another woman and she thinks she's gorgeous, like I'll use I'll use Kim Kardashian as a perfect example because that's what I, she said, she's only she's only famous for being pretty. She ain't she she don't have any talent. I'm like, yeah, she got talent, she's making millions. That's a talent I'd like to have. Yeah. <laughs> well, if she didn't do that sex, sex tape, oh, there's a lot of sex tapes out there, but they ain't a lot of billionaires off of sex tapes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but I'll use her as an example. Mm -hmm. When a woman sees someone else that gets a lot of attention for their looks, they go, I want people to look at me like I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her and I'm getting these things about how beautiful she is. I want people to look at me and get the same thing that I get when I'm looking at her. So these surgeries are going to create that for me. And the problem is it never will. Because the one thing that she has that you don't have is she has self-confidence in herself. Mm -hmm. You're not looking at, you're not just seeing looks. You're seeing an energy that's coming out of confidence. So you don't have the confidence I don't care how much surgery you have. You're yeah. still looking in the mirror at that insecure person. Yeah. So you will never see what you think, what you feel when you see her. You're never going to see it from yourself. And everybody around you could be telling you how fine. You don't ever see a girl that no matter, everyone tells her how cute she is and she still don't buy it. Yeah. Think about that. How can everyone say something about you and you don't believe it? Because it has nothing to do with your looks. You just don't feel that way about yourself. Yeah. You just don't. So this is not a visual thing. And working out builds an inside thing that surgery can't build. Working out, losing weight with, with, with exercise builds a strength that lap bands don't build. Yeah. You build a, a, a mental a energy that these surgeries don't, you, you can cut and nip all you want, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do it. But when you, Diet hard, take it pound after pound, pound, and you it takes you six months, seven months, eight months of grinding and figuring out and grinding and working and working. You change on this journey. You change. You become a completely different. It happened to me with bodybuilding. I remember going, wow, I'd never be able to do that. Next thing I was doing it, I'll never look like that. Next time I look like that, I was like, shit, this is kind of cool. Yeah. I look at pictures now, I'm serious. I look at a lot of my pictures. Y'all don't know this, but I go, I can't believe I did that. I <laughs> like, I can't believe I did that. I'm serious. I look at my pictures and can't believe still today. And I did it. And I still can't yeah. believe I did it because I know how hard it was. Yeah. I'm like, I had two kids at home and I'm I'm only getting four hours of sleep at night and, you know, doing three hours of workouts a day and 
eating chicken every day for months and months and months. You know, <laughs> missing out on barbecues, birthdays, Christmas dinners, Thanksgiving vacation. I'm missing out on everything for years. Yeah. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. So how can you, you can't take that from somebody. You can't take that away. That's a, that's a confidence and that's a self-esteem builder that no one, no words can take. That's why people say, that's why I say words, words really can't hurt me because yeah. I built up a toughness that your words can't knock down the work that I already did. It, it yeah. just can't do it. I love that so much because I think when people go on a physical journey, like a fitness journey, a lot of people think, oh, they are so vain. They just they want think it's about body. They just want to show off. They want all that. But here's the crazy thing is going through this whole process has been a lot of learning for me. And I'm just in the beginning of it, right? And I'm just still learning. And it is changing the way that I feel about my confidence in myself. And that is something that I've always struggled with because I always see myself as like the underdog. I was always the one that what just wasn't quite good enough. And so I've always had this weird thing built inside of me that I, I just want to become better and better. But the one thing that has been really hard for me to touch has been my level of confidence in myself. And through this, just the different changes that I've made so far. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. So people need to realize that that plays into that on a huge level because I've always been pretty good at keeping my weight at a good level, but the confidence has never been there. And finally, I'm starting to see that. Well, a lot of women think that women are confident because they look good. No, they, they, they're, they're, comp, they're, they're, how many women look great and have no confidence? A lot. <laughs> okay. So we know that ain't true. Well, you know, even when a woman, like you'll see like a woman wear stuff that might not look so great on her, you know, like like a Lizzo, when people's like, how can she wear this and wear that? And then someone would be like, you know what, good for her. She got a confidence I don't have. I'm like, do you really think Lizzo doesn't want to lose weight? Remember Adele? See what she looks like now? Mm -hmm. They were trying to make her the poster child for staying, for being overweight. And she lost the weight. Yeah. And they were trying to make her the poster child. Look, Adele, she doesn't have to lose weight. She's beautiful. And then she lost the weight. And they're like, wow. She's even more beautiful now. Yeah. Adele never wanted that weight. And I always tell people, just because a person doesn't, just because a person doesn't mind putting themselves out there when they're over when they're overweight, doesn't mean they don't want to lose it. Yeah. Those people are still, they love themselves. So they I can do this because I'm okay with me. I want to lose weight, but I'm still okay with me. The girl yeah. I just the woman I just talked to, she's she weighs 265, she's five foot five, and she goes, I'll be honest with you. I love me. I just need to get this weight off. Big difference between somebody yeah. who needs to lose the weight to feel good about themselves. She already feels great about herself. She just doesn't like where her weight is. Completely different. When she told me that, I was like, okay, I can work with you. <laughs> I can work with that. It's hard to work with somebody who doesn't like themselves because even when they lose the weight, they still feel that way. Yeah. The, weight, the weight coming off doesn't change that. Those yeah. are the ones that I, I that are the hardest for me because, as you know, I life coach with my training. I don't just—I mean, I life coach, I nutritional coach, and I work and I train. You know, I'm doing all of it because I know if I don't do all of it, this person will put the weight back on as soon as we're done. And I've seen that happen too. Mm. I've had taken 135 pounds off a woman, and she put she was 225 when I started. She was 250 before I met her. She did a lap band surgery, went to 225. I took it down to 135. 
and she was 57 years old. Wow. And then she goes back up to 200 once I move out of town. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what happened? She was like, I don't know. When you left, I just, I'm like, because you never bought into yourself. I was your whole reason. I can't be your reason. I can't be your reason. I'm just here as your coach. But yeah. your mind, you have to, you, and she never, she never bought into her own self. She just never did. Yeah. And that happens a lot. That's why a lot of people put their weight back on is because they never buy into the, they never create a new them. Yeah. We just change that. They just lose weight. And I'm like, that's losing weight is not the answer. You have to actually fall in love with yourself. Yeah. You and I love that. I love that you're all about that. And you guys, Andres is so amazing at being able to talk to people about just what they're going through, being a life coach in so many aspects of your life. And that's what I love that you put into your program, because I don't think that people think about that as being the important part. And that's a huge part, especially for me and going on this journey is I really had to get my head right. I really needed to be able to say, this is what I want for me. This is something that is worth it for me, because guess what? We're all talking about self-love right now. We all want to say, oh, I love myself now. But do you really love yourself? Most, most people, that? most people is just lip service. No, when all of a sudden your confidence level that you believe in yourself and confidence, not by saying, oh, look at me, like we were talking about confidence, like saying, you know, I achieved this. I went through this to get to here. It was hard. And I believe that I can do anything now. And that's the level that I want to help people get at. And that's what I think is so amazing about fitness is because there's so many things that go into fitness that you can play into other aspects of your life. And it's kind of just the beginning it of fitness. It changes, yeah. it changes how you do stuff. You talk, yeah. you talk different. People talk to you different. Yeah. People don't know half the, and I've met a lot of celebrities. You know how, half, you know how I met half of them? They came up to me like, damn, dude, you look amazing. What's your name? <laughs> Arnold Palmer, Terry Crews, Jimmy Fallon. I, I, I can go on and on of how many people came up to me. At, you know, Jim Brown, D.L. Hughley, Ron Perlman. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Came up to me like, dude, you look great, man. Oh, my God, look at your arms. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I had an old lady one time say to me, she was like 85 years old. I was walking grocery shopping. She walks up to me. She goes, how you doing, young man? I was like that. She goes, can I tell you something? I watched. She goes, you look amazing. <laughs> I was like, thank you. She goes, you know, I hear about steroids and stuff. She was like, that's hard work right there. I don't care about all that stuff. Goes, there ain't no steroids doing all that. That is some hard freaking work. And I look, I go, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. I said, people love giving my credit away. <laughs> I love that. You know, so, uh, so that's the truth. The truth is, is when you, when you change your thoughts, dieting is easy. I, I told a young lady, I told a woman today, I said, what I'm asking of you isn't easy, but if you really, really want it, it becomes easy. Yeah. I tell people, I think, well, I don't want to diet. I go, how can you diet when you don't want to? You don't want to. I don't care what, some people think snow skiing is the greatest thing ever. They love snow skiing. But if you don't want to go, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> if I take you, if you take me, if I take you to do something you don't want to do, you're not going. You're probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And that's why people can't eat right because they don't want to do it. They don't actually want to eat right. They want to keep eating what they eat, 
but get some different result out of it, which yeah. we know that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But that's what they want. I go, until you decide that you want a better life for yourself, that you want to be happy, that you actually want these things, then it becomes easier to do because you want it to. That's how I was a successful bodybuilding. I wanted to be, I wanted to improve my physique. I didn't even want to be a pro bodybuilder. I just wanted to keep getting better and better. And then one day I was like, well, I'm kind of close. <laughs> wow, it's right there. Like, oh, I got it. And I started seeking out new information because I was like, okay, I don't know enough to get there. But yeah. let's see what happens when I learn more. And every time I got with somebody who taught me more, I got closer to my goal. And it was a change that you had to make for yourself. It wasn't something that was going to change on your exterior. It was something that you decided, I want for me. And I'm doing it for me. It's not for everybody else in the way that they feel about me. It's for me. I could care less what everybody else. And a lot of people, are, I don't like I don't like bodybuilders. Didn't ask you. I don't know why we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> I've, had, I swear, I've had women say to me, I don't really like big muscular guys. And I'm like, did I, I didn't, how do we get on the subject? <laughs> Last time I checked, I didn't ask you. I'm not like, you, you we're like looking you? down at your arms and you're like, why are we on this date? Like, <laughs> why are you telling me this? <laughs> so funny. That's what people do. They will put that stuff on you as if you asked them. Like, did I even ask you any of this? You ain't, she ain't that cute. Why did you just say that? Why did you say she's not? First of all, she is that cute. <laughs> Like okay, somebody said to me, Kim Kardashian ain't that cute. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> she's only on every the same picture, right? <laughs> she's only on magazine covers everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they picked the ugliest people for that. <laughs> well, I am excited. I'm so excited to get started with this. I'm excited for you to push me to the next level because let's get that workout. We'll plan a workout and then next week we'll uh we'll plan a workout and then but next week we'll it and we'll go over it a little bit okay awesome i love that well you guys um tell them again how they can reach you Adrian. Uh, reach me in my facebook group that's the best way i don't use uh instagram and stuff as much i'm gonna try to but i'm focused more on, the, on my on youtube and, and the, the podcast and the fitness but you can reach me at um adrice wardell that's my profile at uh on facebook or my facebook group I always forget family and family fitness. Uh, what do I call it? Family fitness community. But just go to my go to my page and you'll see it all there. I have a link there, and we'll have a link at the end of this as well. Yeah, I'll put the link out for you guys because you guys really connect with him. If you want to start one of his programs, you also have fitness classes, right? Adrian? Yes, I do. Yeah, we could do boot camps. I have to do, I have to do Zoom boot camps with uh, with ladies. Some of the ladies that I'm with are pretty bad though. They've been doing it for a while now. They're pretty good. But don't worry about that. I, I start everybody else at everybody at their level. I'll say like, okay, you guys give me 20, you give me 10. <laughs> you know what? I would love this summer. Like, let's set up maybe a time to give it, give everybody like a taste of what you do. Yeah, let's do it. We can do it. Yeah, I'd love to. We'll do one. We'll set it up and we'll just have fun with it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I'll put it right there, yeah. good little workout. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you, Adrius. All right. Man. I can't wait to get started and I will can't wait to kick your butt this next week. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> okay, you guys, I love that we were able to talk a little bit at the end there about really changing your mindset. And if you really want to have more confidence in yourself, it's not about losing the weight, not about getting skinny. It's about changing the way that you think about yourself. And that starts 
anything new in your life, anything that you want to achieve in your life, it really starts within your mindset first. And I always talk about this because you cannot get to a fitness level that you want to get to. You cannot get to the job that you want to get to. You cannot get to the relationship that you want to get to without having the right mindset. And I really believe in that. And I've seen the most success in my own life because of having those, having my mindset right and getting it there. So start today, you guys. Reach out to Idris if that if you want help as a life coach or even in your fitness or both, you know, he works in both areas and have those links, but I'm glad that I got to hang out today and build each other up, lift each other up and help build confidence in others and be a supporter of others. I know that's hard for women. We kind of talked about that a lot. I'm going to talk about more about that because I've dealt with that in my own life. And I really think that we need more women supporting women and being a help for each other to build each other up because we can do amazing things. And as long as we work together and understand that it starts with ourselves, then we can really make a difference in this world. So I love you guys. And I can't wait to talk again. You guys have a great weekend.